Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, you had to be there, the crappy quiz, and a slight tangent. Get you going that little if you bit. Say to anger it. is a great ah, motivator. Yeah. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. You can subscribe to the Formula One pod in our OTB daily feed. It is five minutes past eight this morning here on OTB AM. I'm delighted to say Sue Ronan, former Republic of Ireland manager, is with us to help us preview the game against Zambia tonight. But I guess, Sue, really, it's not just about the game tonight. This is officially the start of the World Cup for us. Hi guys, yeah, um, absolutely it is. It's uh, it seemed to be miles away the last time we spoke, but it's come around now pretty quick, and it's it's right on top of us. Yeah, it's the start. Um, it really is the start of the World Cup for us. Um, we're playing a, an opponent, an unknown opponent, really. I guess in Zambia, um, it's also their first time qualifying for the World Cup. Um, they're known as the Copper Queens. They're not the best team in Africa, but they're certainly one of the up and coming teams. And I know from speaking to people there. Uh, they do have high hopes for this team, you know, going on and and improving over the coming years. Um, but you know, we're obviously playing them because they will be similar style to who we're going to face, uh, uh, which are who are in Nigeria, who are the top team in Africa. Um, they'd be a similar style. The African teams all tend to play the same. They're all fit, very fit, strong girls. Uh, fast on the break, um, physical, they'd be in your face, you know. So I guess that's what one of the main reasons we're playing the game tonight to try and set us up to what we're going to face against Nigeria in, in Australia. And yet at the same time, we've been talking a little bit about this earlier on the show, it won't really be our full team tonight. So if if the result doesn't go our way, I don't think anybody should be too concerned about that just yet. No, they shouldn't. And I mean, I think Vera was quite clear last night in what she said. You know, she has a squad of 31 players. She needs to get it down to 23. And she wants to be fair to some of those players who, you know, she needs to see in in a match situation. You can look at players all you like in training. Uh, and uh, but you need to see them again. You know, like some players will do great in training, and it's they don't transfer that then when you cross the white line into a match scenario. And then some players are the opposite; they may not train too well and play play really really well in the night. But you know, she she had said she's going to look at players. There's a lot of players there now that I suppose it's touch and go whether they're going to make it or not. Um, she needs to look at those who maybe haven't got too many minutes in the past but have been in the squads. Um, and she also probably needs to look at some of those that are coming back from injury to see where they're at, um, you know, what what sort of a low she can give them at this moment in time, what their recovery is going to be like. Um, so it's a big night for, for a lot of players. And look, while the result is not as important tonight, of course, you want to build a bit of momentum. You want to go into the World Cup with some wins under your belt. And regardless of who we put out tonight, I'll be honest, I, I don't see us not winning the game. You know, I, I think we're we're a really good team now. We're we're sort of well on the machine, as they say. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'd expect the players that come in will know exactly what they have to do within the team. It's not about them per se, even though it is in terms of getting selected. But, you know, they're going to play for the team. They're going to know what their, their role is. And I, I think we should be too strong for, for Zambia. Leanne Kiernan is one of those players, Sue, that you mentioned that's kind of missed the majority of the season through injury. She had the ankle injury, of course, uh, played 20 minutes, I think, for, for Liverpool in one of the last games of the season. Like, is it a risk bringing those players or do you, do you have to look like at someone like Leanne and, and just say, look, she brings something to the, to the squad, she brings so much experience as well that you nearly have to bring her regardless? 
Yeah, I mean, they're the things that a coach has to weigh up, you know. And again, I heard Vera saying she had sleepless nights and you can absolutely understand that. And she will have more than before that squad is picked. And even after you pick it, you know, you're saying, have I done the right thing? If you do take a gamble on a player um, that has been injured, but you have to weigh it up, I suppose. And the likes of Leanne and other players, I mean, you, you are going to look at what they've done before and what they can potentially do. And, you know, you... you you still have a few weeks to go before that first game. You know, there's still, what is it, nearly almost a month, you know. So players like Leanne, players like Nia Fahey, who have been important members of the squad, um, Megan Campbell, you also want to make sure they recover fully from their, their injury. So whether they get as much minutes or not, I, I think it's probably more about the players that, you know, the fringe players that maybe haven't got too many too much game time and looking at them, see if they can do a job because you, you sort of know that Leanne can do a job. You know that you know, Nia Fahey can do a job. So, but look, that's that's what the manager's there for. She has to make those tough decisions herself and her staff and it's, it's a tough time for everybody. Can I ask you a little bit about what your perception of the whole contract situation is? Um, Vera in the papers is saying that, uh, to be clear, she wants to be here, but equally that there's other stuff going on in life and uh, it seems like the FAI have said they're willing to talk to her about a new deal, but that everything is just paused now I don't know if the pause is going to uh, resume when the squad gets down to the 23 and then they'll just get a deal done or if the pause is until after the actual yeah. tournament itself. What's what's your take on where we are at the moment? Um, well, you, well, you see an awful lot with um, with managers in various sports. Um, it's happened with rugby, with, with um, Joe Schmidt. You know, it's happened with Andy Farrell, I think. You see it with different managers in football. They tend to get... Um, renewed contracts before they go into big tournaments, you know. So I, I, I'm not surprised that those talks are taking place. I'm not really sure what Vera meant by her comments. To be honest with you, I just saw them there late last night. Um, you know, look, she seems to be happy in the job. She seems to be enjoying it. Uh, obviously, the team are doing very well. So when when that happens, you you know you 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 want to try and keep that continuity. So whether it's just that there's lots going on at the moment and obviously the World Cup's the most important thing. Maybe that's what she means by putting on the back burner and not discussing it fully. I, I'm not really quite sure what she means, but look, at the end of the day, I'm sure it'll get done. If it's going to get done, it'll get done, put it that way. Yeah, I, like, I, I, you know, there's the, there's just a little kind of always caveat heading into a tournament before, uh, in, in football in particular, if the tournament goes horribly wrong, if something happens, then you end up with a manager. And, and But in this instance, it feels like we're in the middle of a cycle as opposed to coming to the end of a cycle, that actually the right thing to do would be to have continuity at least the way through to the next Euros. And so if she wants a deal, I don't see any reason not to do a deal, at least for two years. I wouldn't see any reason not to do it either, to be honest. Um, look, we've we've qualified for our first major tournament. You know, that's obviously huge success. And the manager has to take a huge amount of credit for that, uh, as well as the players, of course. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't see why she wouldn't be given another contract if she wants it. So let's see what happens, I suppose, or unfolds in the coming the coming days or weeks, or maybe she wants to put it on the back burner until after the World Cup. But I'd imagine she wants to get it out of the way and, and not have to worry about it. What are those conversations? So you mentioned them there a minute ago, uh, talking to players about squads. Obviously, it's it's on another level. Uh, you know, when you're when, when you're trying to have a discussion with a girl who's who's not made a World Cup squad, um, but that must be one of the most difficult aspects of management having those difficult conversations. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, I suppose uh, you know, put it in inverted commas. I didn't have the, that opportunity to have those conversations because we didn't qualify for a major tournament. But I have had to had, have difficult conversations leaving players out of squads. 
um, <clears throat> when they maybe thought they should be in a squad or, or, you know, they thought they were fully fit to be in the squad and it wasn't nice, you know, so I can only imagine what it's like now. It's, it's, heightened you know much more I mean this is the first time we've ever been to a World Cup it's taken so much to get there so it's really going to be a very difficult conversation and you see you know you're even looking at squads being named at the moment or even historically squads being named there's always a surprise in a squad you know and there's always there's always a surprise either way I suppose you know we look and say oh gosh I wouldn't have left that player out or 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 gosh I definitely would have wouldn't have brought that player you know so everyone has their own opinion but Behind the scenes, obviously, the management knows what's going on. You know, they know where players are at. They know what their form is like. They know how they fit into the environment on the pitch. Maybe off the pitch might come into it. You know, it might be nip and tuck between two players. And you might look at, well, who can get, who has more experience or, you know, is this player got more to offer in the future, you know, or is one player better around the camp? It might even come down to something as simple as that, you know, for the final one or two places. So it really is a difficult job and it's going to be a tough time. And I've spoken to two people who have been closely involved in national teams over the years uh, during my time and are still heavily involved in women's football. Just over the last couple of days, we're just chit-chatting about the squad and the three of us picked a different squad, you know, so, I mean, that's how difficult it is really to pick it. Um, but it's going to be a tough one. But again, I spoke to one or two of the players recently and they said, look, it would be devastating if we don't make the squad, but we'll get over it in a couple of days and get behind the team. So I think that's the calibre of player you have there at the moment in person, really. But it will be tough. It'll be tough decisions and, and tough conversations. Are there any significant changes, do you think, in terms of how Vera will approach this World Cup and the games themselves? I, the reason I'm asking this is because, you know, in Irish football history, there's always been this kind of weird convulsion in the build-up to a World Cup where we suddenly had to change our style of play to take account of, in America, it was the heat, and we went from uh, being stubbornly four four two to all of a sudden discovering four five one, basically the week before, and uh, and Tommy Coyne comes into the team out of nowhere. So I'm just wondering, is there any possibility that Vera Pau decides, actually, you know what, I'm going to go away from the thing that has... Uh, made the team Certainly so well, difficult yeah. to beat and qualify. You know, you never know really what what's in a manager's mind. I'd be surprised to be totally honest with you if she does change her style. Um, she has stuck with the same same style now for a long time, and it has served as well. In fairness, okay, might not be the all out attacking football. We all we all want to see of Irish teams in general. We 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 talk about it with all the teams. But I mean, we're getting results, you know, and we're difficult to break down and we're good on the counter attack and everyone knows their role. So I would be very surprised, to be honest with you, if it, if she deviates from it. But look, you just don't know, I suppose. You, you don't know what's going to happen. And the, 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 we've got a tough group, as we know. We, we've got um, the, the host team who are, are going to be playing in front of their home crowd. A lot of expectations on their shoulders. They've got some great individual players, one of the top strikers in the world, and Sam Kerr. Uh, we're playing the Olympic champions, who are also a difficult team to break down. I mean, they won the Olympics without winning a match, actually, really technically, because I think they won all their games. Uh, they had draws in the group stages and then they won the games and knockout games on penalties. So they're also a tough team to break down. Um, and then Nigeria, who you just don't know what you're going to get. Like they'll definitely be de- defend in numbers, but they'll also attack in numbers and they'll be good on the counter. But I can't really see us deviating uh, away from it. And, you know, tonight players are going to know what they need to do and 
to be fair to those that come in, you know, it'd be it'd be unfair to ask them to do something different tonight that hasn't has only just been practiced in the last week. So I think we'll probably see a similar style tonight as well. And then in terms of the actual uh, squads that you and your two mates picked, is there anybody who's on the fringe of the squad who you think actually could catapult themselves into contention for a starting berth? Um. And, you know, look, I, I'm not going to put any more pressure on players by saying this player should be in, this player should be out. I suppose we all agreed. Uh, one thing we did all agree on that there's one or two players there that I know are are have only, are only come back from injury and they've they've been around a long time. And for us, they were they were on the plane, you know. But yeah, like one or I, I think it w- there will be surprise. You know, I, I definitely think there will. There always is a surprise in a the squad. There'll be someone that'll make it. Maybe that we'll all say, "Gosh, I wasn't expecting that." You know, but I don't want to put any more pressure. To be fair, on the players' uh, shoulders because I think there's going to be enough pressure on them. Uh, I think let the let the decision be made between the management and the. Uh, and the, the the players, and then we we can analyze it later to death once it's made. And that's something. So you mentioned earlier that that perhaps people don't think of when it comes to squads and selecting players. The personality types, like as you say, when you're around a hotel and and you nearly forget that they're going to have so much time to themselves, whether they're playing pool or just chilling around and having meals. Like having someone with with a certain personality type that that brings something, as you say, to the group is is key yeah. at, at a tournament. Absolutely. I mean, there's a squad of 23 travelling. How many realistically are going to play in the three games and hopefully more games after that? Are we saying 16, 17, 18 maybe? We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not going to be... Vera's known for not making a lot of changes um, and you're not going to be changing the team either. You're going to try to have your consistent, you know, first 11 and there might be 12, 13, 14 players in contention for that and then a couple of subs. So, you know, the rest of the players... You want players around the squad that are not going to be moping around, that are going to, you know, do what they have to do for the good of the team, not themselves. They're going to be together for six weeks, eight weeks, maybe, you know, more, hopefully. So it really is important to have a good dynamic and a good group that knit together. And look, from what we we see in here, this group does knit together, but you certainly don't want anyone that's, you know, in there maybe that doesn't fit in um, off the pitch either, as well as on it, because it's a long time to be together and, they all have to get on together, which, you know, it seems like they all do. But it is a long time to be away from home and cooped up together. Sue, good stuff. Thanks a million for joining us. Cheers. No problem, guys. Take care. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.